0: So I ask you, I ask you this question to start today: Are we playing with joy? Are we living? Are we playing with joy? This past week, of course, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and it was an incredible experience. Um, it's now the second Super Bowl they've won where they've trailed by double digits, and it's it's really wild to see this. This is the the their the, Mahomes is the only person, you know, the, the, we're the only team to have come back in two Super Bowls from double-digit leads. where We have the highest winning percentage in in history, and no team is as even close when we're down by double digits. And Mahomes was asked, when "It was like well, he said, he's just I, I just play better from behind, I guess." <laughs> that wasn't the quote that ne- that stuck out with me though, because they asked him, they somebody asked him after the game, um, what what did you say to to your team when you came out for the second half? And he said, we weren't playing with our normal joy. I said, you can't let the moment take over. This is really, really interesting to me. So the moment this like, oh my gosh, we're, we're down, we're out, or whatever it may be in any situation, Mahomes said, we weren't playing with our normal joy. If you watch the Chiefs play, I've heard other analysts talk about this since, since then. If you watch them play, there is a different kind of backyard feel to the way in which Mahomes whips the ball out, not looking at somebody, or Pacheco breaks a touchdown and runs an extra 10 yards just because he can uh, and you know, I mean, like even Tyreek Hill. You mean you, you watched Tyreek Hill last year and the year before that doing flips in the end zone, and you know Kelsey dancing, <laughs> all of these different ways in which they play with joy. Earlier in Andy Reid's um, um, career, he was he was chastised a lot. He was they they came down on him a lot because of because he wasn't as hard nosed as somebody like Bill Belichick. So Bill Belichick runs an organization, like it is, you, he is the top dog, that's it, you know? And so the, the Patriot way was very much reserved back, uh, we play, we show, and this Chiefs new, this, this, this way that Andy led was much more free and open to the the way, to the gifts in which his players um, have, the gifts in which his players have. And so he was, the people that would always kind of say, you know, he just doesn't, he just can't lead a team. He He just can't lead a team all the way. And you know, I mean, after the first few years of Alex Smith, you know, some of us in Kansas City probably started to believe that too. But here we are in 2023, five AFC championship games at home later, two Super Bowl rings later, three Super Bowl appearances later, and we have a cultural difference that is actually starting to make more sense. A team that plays with joy, and when they're not playing with joy, they don't do very well. So Patrick reminded them, to play with their normal joy. You know, joy is translated, at least in the NRSV, joy is tra- um, the words, different Greek and Hebrew words are translated 213 times to talk about joy. So I think it's a pretty important thing. <laughs> God, uh, Jesus talks about joy a ton. Um, all of the, uh, um, we have a ton of uh, stuff in the Psalms that talk about the joy of the Lord. Does anything stick out to you? Do you have any that stick out you can think of? Just You don't have to have the verse number or anything like that, but just like phrases with joy in it that we think about from the Bible. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. All kinds of different parts, parts of the Bible that have this word joy in it. And I think it's really important for us to think about what that What that looks like for us. So I'm going to read from John 15 today. It's a big section of scripture, but I just really like I I just like to hear the more words of Jesus I can get, the better, you know. (laughs) So uh, it's it's a great one for us, and I think it's really important. So I'm going to read this to you. This is from um, uh, the version I'm using today is the NRSV. So starting in John John 15, we're going to go all the way to 17. I am the true vine. And my father is the vineyard keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit. He trims any branches that produce fruit so that they will produce more fruit. You are already trimmed because you have heard the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. A branch can't produce fruit by itself. It must remain to the vine. Likewise, you cannot produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. If you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. Those branches are gathered up, thrown into a fire and burned. If you remain in me, in my words, remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. My father is glorified when you produce much fruit and this is the way you prove that you are one of my disciples. As the father loved me, I too have loved you. Remain in my love. If you, want to, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and, I, and remained in his love. I have said these things to you so that you here, here it is. I have said these things to you so that my joy will be with you, and your joy will be complete. This is my commandment: love each other just as I have loved you. no one no one no one has greater love than to give up one life, one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do not if you if you do what I command. I don't call you servants any longer because servants don't know what their master is doing. Instead, I call you my friends because everything I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you could go and produce fruit so that you, so that, that fruit could last as a result, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. I give you these commandments so that you can love each other. Mm. I think about the ways in which this love really matters. The ways in which we come together as Christians and as People of God. There are so many things that produce joy in life. For the Chiefs, playing as a team produces joy. There's not a hierarchy structure really when you're on that field. Yes, there is, of course, but they're playing together. They're each giving each other the credit where it's due, they're each helping each other out. Winning helps. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate the things in your life that give you wins, but also learning from loss. Patrick Mahomes said last year that he, or said this year that he took a hard look at that Super Bowl loss in 20, and a hard look at that AFC championship loss in 2021. And he looked at those and said, and found ways to grow from those. Didn't dwell on them, didn't stay in that pain or that hurt or that just frustration and loss learned from it, and moved from there. Understanding that everyone is connected. They know that Harrison Butker and Tommy Townsend are just as important as Travis Kelsey, <laughs> as Orlando, Je- Orlando, Je- Bra- Orlando Brown. Sorry, I want to say Orlando Jones. Orlando Brown, that Isaiah Pacheco is just as important as Brady Cook, this matters. Understanding that we are all connected really matters. So as Christians, we look for these ways in which that we can love. What does this look like? Jesus says it to his people right there. I have said these things to uh, I've said these things to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete, complete joy. Now joy is different than happiness, right? You can find happiness. Happiness, like I said a few weeks ago, this up and down motion. We have happiness and sadness, and middle, and happiness. And that. Joy, though, joy runs through that. Joy is an ability to stay steady through those bad things. Because Patrick Mahomes, like he was saying, the people were not playing with joy. That doesn't say they were making happy. Nobody's happy when you're losing, but you can still play with joy. You can still live with joy. We see this a lot in our country right now. We see people getting bent out of shape on, I I would just call, I mean, just like any kind of culture war issues right now. My soapbox for just a second. There are 12 bills in the United States or in the Missouri House um, that are anti-LGBTQ bills. They are anti-trans bills. And so this may be this may be a weird a weird subject to think about, but I want you to understand this for a second. Twelve of those bills are out there. There are less than twelve students in Missouri that identify as trans and are trying to play sports. There are 0.6 people in our country. 0.6 people out of our out of our population identify. As transgender 12 bills there are 290 some bills all over the country in state legislators this is what we're spending our time on when our children are dying in our schools when trains are exploding spilling chemicals all over the place this is what we're worried about we're not living in love sorry anyways we don't get caught up in the mess of all the things. We stay the course. We stay with joy because we know that God is with us. We understand the ways in which we can stay pl- rooted to this vine. We don't get caught up in something that we know, something that we is isn't that big of a deal because we are connected to God. Because Jesus has shown us a more better, a more perfect way. All of the things that Jesus says, I am the vine, my father is the vineyard keeper. Don't worry about the stuff that gets cut off. Don't worry about that stuff. That's not, that's not what we're talking about here. This wor- the wording though of producing fruit can start to make us feel like we have to do everything, right? So if I'm not producing fruit, the way we think about it is oh, I'm not like, I'm not bringing people to church with me or I'm not, um, I'm, I haven't you know, saved anyone's soul lately. First of all, we don't save anybody's souls, but <laughs> we're, not doing the, we're not doing enough. We have to do more. We have to produce. We have to do these things. This is not necessarily what Jesus means. We hear that today through our modern lens and we say, oh, these are, these are the things in which we have to do to create um, disciples. There's a really interesting thought about how we, how we make disciples. Last week, or two weeks ago, Pastor Jess preached and he used this quote and I'm, I apologize, I'm not remembering the person's name that said it, but said the world doesn't read the Bible, the world reads Christians. So the ways in which we, li- we live are more important than maybe what the Bible says to people outside of the church. So if we're getting caught up in culture wars, if we're the ones that are leading the charge against something, not for something, how are people gonna understand what Jesus is? They're not gonna crack open a Bible if they've just been yelled at by a Christian. They're not gonna open their Bibles if they just got cut off in traffic and the guy flipped them off and they have a Jesus saves bumper sticker on the back of their car. Why do you think we haven't got Plattwoods bumper stickers? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. We are the branches. We are connected to this vine. Yes, read your scripture. It's so important because you'll get hope and you'll get Joy, and you'll find the ways in which that Jesus helps us to stay connected. I believe that I am more connected to God when I am reading Scripture more. But also, there's more to it. Here at Platte Woods, gather, grow, give, go. You'll see it everywhere. You'll hear us talk about it all the time. We gather together, we worship and we pray together. We do, we worship and we deal with this. That we do the sacraments together. We go. We gather, grow. We take time to, to read scripture. We take time to grow in community. We have all these things that we do together. We give. This is not only of ourselves. We actually give time separate from, from the world for God. We, we take Sabbath. When's the last time you really took Sabbath? Didn't have something to really do. And you just got to be with God. The last thing is, we go. We are the ways in which the world sees Jesus. You are the best reflection of Jesus that most people will see. We have a job to do, we have work to do with bringing joy to the world. So, I'll ask you again when you come here, most of you are pretty joy filled. I see it every week. You smile, you're great. Are we living all of our lives in the joy of the Lord? Are we remembering that as Jesus has said these things so that we may have joy, that God's joy is made complete in us when we follow his commands to love all people and to love God? Search yourself today. Think about the ways in which that you need to... uh, live with more joy. Maybe play with more joy. Amen.